politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Magoras. Oh, give me those headlines. There's going to be a major crackdown in Western Australia with police looking to find people who camp on popular beaches. Things are going to be a bit intense. Uh, A brave group of women have stripped off and posed on the steps of WA's Parliament House to mark International Women's Day. It won't do much to raise awareness because most of the men that work there are used to naked women standing in front of them looking disappointed. <laughs> I feel like that has layers. It does so many layers. Like the clothes, so many layers. Uh, and after twenty years out in the public eye, actor Gene Hackman has been spotted out in public. Anyone would have thought he was an enemy of the state. Oh. Like, that's all I got because I can't remember any other Gene Hackman movies. Um, see, no, like, see, none work because it's like Royal Tenenbaums and like Poseidon Adventure. Is he better than the movies he was in? Uh, yes, that very true. Mm. Uh, ben Stiller, uh, when he got to work with him on Royal Tenenbaums, was like, I loved you in Poseidon Adventure. He's like, I think that's why I wanted to become like an actor. And he was like, that piece of crap. He's like, mate, I just needed money. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, Mitch, working my, my little side hustle, uh, working the pub quiz. Uh, I'm always happy to, you know, talk about the answers. That always comes up. There's always a challenger. Uh, and you know what? Often, it's someone who doesn't, like, need the challenge. What do you mean? Like, it's someone who's often, their team's in the lead or their team's in the top three. Oh, yep. And they want to, like, try and extend their lead even more. I don't see any of the teams that are coming last oh, true. going, uh, actually, can I just double check that one? The, uh, the rich get richer. So... One man, I'll ask you the question and see if you if you get it, but one man had a problem with it. So the question is, in which decade was the gramophone released? So that is mm. the... Uh, is that when uh, iPhone autocorrects? No, <laughs> the gramophone, uh, the first time like a vinyl yeah. record player was released. Let's go eight, 19, 1880. 1880. You know what, mate? You're bloody correct. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> See, it's not that hard of a question. It's not that hard of a question at all. And so uh, the answer, 1880. However, and this was uh, this was wrong on my part, the answer we had as the quiz makers was 1870. Okay, so okay. as I've gone through the answers, I've gone, and the gramophone was invented in 1870. Mm. And he goes, ah, oh, but, 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 he's like, I don't think so. Oh. He's like, can we can we double check that? And I had a quick check, and uh, and it came up as you said, eighteen eighties. And I was like, mm. all right, just a quick fix there. Uh, actually, the eighteen eighties. And I looked over to the guy, and I said, there you go, eighteen eighties. And he went, damn. <laughs> oh, what do you have? Eighteen nineties. So oh. <laughs> you're right. In that it was wrong, but you're still not right, sir. So well, beat him in the ass, and I'm glad. <laughs> that's a classic life thing, though. It's like, a, I don't care if I win. I just want you to lose. But we both had that for each other. Yeah. <laughs> for us, the Oscars are on Monday. At the Dolby Theatre in Los Angeles. Oh, 
At least it'll sound good. Ah, good one. Thanks. Uh, and look, they're obviously going to be uh, giving the best movie to a uh, film that is probably um, uh, Ukrainian opera comedy romance. Oh, so you think that it is... Uh... It'll always be a weird one. Well, Parasite was like the first international film to win it. Yeah. Look, but it's... And then there was like the the Frenchman. What was the other one? The Artist. The That's Artist. Yeah. yeah. Same sort of thing, right? So I just want to talk about my favourite films because you asked me in the office and I was like, well, here's me favourite uh, films. Uh, first of all, uh, I think the greatest movie of all time that I've watched, like, and I think unanimously... You'll go, yeah, I can see how that's your, your favourite film, is The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I did by that thing. Uh, so, yeah, okay, Christian Bale uh, and Christopher Nolan's second Batman in the trilogy, bup, The bup, Dark Knight. Bup, 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 Heath Ledger's. <laughs> well, yes, he did win uh, an Academy Award for it. So it's Academy Award winning, like, performances mm. in it. Yeah. It is very good. I've heard people say that if you took Batman out of that film and made it sort of like a crime thriller, yeah. still works. Really? Yeah, they're like it's still it doesn't it doesn't need to have Batman. It's just like a vigilante and and a crazed crime lord. So it was just like, a guy named Steve. It was just a around. guy the people reckon it's that good that like, the Joker in particular is that good. If you just had a crime boss who was, like, crazy, film still works. Really? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. See, like, so I think that's a little accepted. This film now is the one that has made me cry the most. Uh, it is... 2006, Coach Carter. Oh, okay. Samuel Jackson. Coach Carter? Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Coach Carter. Oh, mate, mate, you cry. Mate, you cry every time. Is that Channing Tatum? Is, is, I mean, is he young... doesn't. He's not playing a major role. Is he young, Channing Tatum? He's just he's by seventh man at best. <laughs> he sets pick and rolls. That's all he does. So, uh, coach takes what like a ragtag mm. basketball team to to glory. Yeah. Uh, or is yeah. it Rocky Star? Like they don't actually make it. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's like Rocky Star. That's but great. that that even this cheering up a bit. Why is it sad? Because oh, they lose, but it's like brought them all together. It's amazing. That's great moment. Sad, that's, that's great. It's beautiful. Yeah. This seems like just the Mighty Ducks, but with basketball. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it also like Remember the Titans, the same kind of story? Yeah. Uh, Any Given Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All of them. Yeah. Your favourite film. Yeah. 105. Good times and greatest hits on Triple M on the way. We're going to make sure that, uh, that your kids are looking at the right things on TikTok. There's a lot out there. Oh, man, it's very confusing. And uh, they could be making like fun of you as well. Yeah, you Parents don't want get that. targeted a lot. Yeah. I tell you what, when your daughter is grown up, how are we gonna? How are we gonna check what those kids are up to? Because oh. there'll probably be like the augmented reality. She'll just be watching the TikToks. Like, in her glasses, you know what she's looking at. You yeah. can't hear it. We'll probably have, like, a funny filter over your face, and you won't even won't even be aware. Oh, it's going to be wild, but we can help you out with the czar of social media, Adrian Alleberg. He's not too far away. Uh, we were talking, like, best films, because you've been dissatisfied yep. with, like, the, the choice of best film. Yes. I think you'll be dissatisfied with the choice of, like, my... Like one of my favourite films. You right. had Coach Carter in there. I did. Look, be, like, stay with me. Okay, this is gonna seem this is gonna seem like too much, 
but it's a very good film. Have you ever seen Amadeus? No. Okay, so Amadeus is about uh, Mozart and a rivalry he has with another composer called Salieri. Oh, wow. Uh, the Simpsons like spoofed it really well. It's like, it's a really great film. We are enemies. You and I. Because you choose for your instrument a boastful, lustful, smutty, infantile boy and give me for reward only the ability to recognize the incarnation. So that's uh, F. Murray Abraham as Salieri. He was like, so he is swearing to God that Mozart will be like, he will destroy him. And it's like, it's, it's great. It's like, it's so, it's so over the top. It's so melodramatic, but like he's obsessed and he becomes so jealous that he refuses to like celebrate what Mozart can actually do. And as we all know, Mozart died when he was like, I think in his twenties. And then at the end he is like, what have I done? I've ruined possibly like the greatest composer of all time. Um, I have a lot of symphony for anyone that watches it. <laughs> it is, it's an amazing film. Performances as well. Like, you would love Tom Hulse as Mozart. He's he... he hilarious. Okay. He nearly won an Academy Award for it. Yeah, nearly. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he got beaten by that guy. They. Th- this is how good the movie was. It had two actors going for lead. Lead Oscar. They couldn't even put them in the best supported car- category because they were both too amazing. It's that good. Joining us on the line, it's a man who knows social media inside and out. It's Adrian Alleberg. Oh, good morning. Here he Yay. is. <laughs> the czar of social media. Now, mate, uh, you you've been a little uh, you've been a little AWOL at the moment. You forming a revolution? What's going on? As a matter of fact, I am. Why do you ask? <laughs> and then would it happen to be a social media revolution? How are the Adrian Alleberg hmm. uh, socials going, mate? They're all good, mate. Yeah, good. Just, you know, just grinding away bit by bit, doing what I can. You know, you try and jump on a couple of trends where you can, but otherwise, mate, just trying to be my silly, funny self as much as possible. You know how it is. Yeah, no, we don't. Uh, now, when you reach 100,000, you know how like, a lot of people do videos and they're like, oh, thanks for the 100,000. Do you then have yeah. to make one if you ever drop under it? Do you know what? I'm I'm really worried because I got to 101,000 and then like last night I got to like 100.9. And oh. so I'm like, uh-oh, I better hurry up. Otherwise, I am going to have to like take back the 100 and be like, well, guys, look, thanks, but um, can you come back wherever you've gone? <laughs> Would you mind? You've left me out in the dark. What's going on? Well, we'll get you some followers right now as you help us navigate the wild world of TikTok. This first one today, uh, what is going on if we hear this coming out of the phone? See, that's concerning. Ain't no police around. Are the kids going to be getting up to mischief? Oh, now, I believe this is red flag. So what comes up on the screen on this one is I still like you, it's just the way you. So that's kind of what's typed on the screen. Basically, something uh, that someone you like did, but it but it, it kind of turns you off, right? Like a red flag is probably the best way to put this. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, again, this is often used in relationship context with, uh, you know, a lot of teenage users kind of stuff. So, you know, the way you tell your friends intimate details about our relationship or something like that. But uh, I must say, boys, I've been out of the dating game for a very long time, uh, 13 years. You might have some more ideas on, on some red flags that I'm not aware of. How long? 
13 years. years. Yeah, a long time. Jeez, that's longer than you, Michael. Was, yeah. Where did you, where did you get married? Were you like 14? <laughs> Is that what they yeah, do yeah. in Russia? Customary in Russia, you know? Uh, so, yeah, uh, father, for Mitch. My father an ox. <laughs> you are the ox. <laughs> yes, that's right. I could imagine for Mitch that this video would say, like, you know, I really liked you, but you used an umbrella. And yeah. Because that's a big yeah. no-no for Mitch. Yeah, big no-no. Wait, so you're not a fan of umbrellas, Michael? No, I'm a fan of umbrellas. Uh, Mitch hates umbrellas. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I just don't, like, I, I think they're very unmanly. I do agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it, a real man just gets soaking wet exactly. on his way to work. You know, that's just how it is. Exactly. In those romantic comedies where the guys, like those romance films where mm. the guy's standing out the front of her window, like, it'd be weird if he had an umbrella up. You yeah. know? No, I, I think the fact that he's soaking, that's the red flag for me. I'm like, this guy is very underprepared. How does he think he will win my hand? That's absolutely right. You know, you fail to plan, you plan to fail. <laughs> uh, next up, we got this one. I left you alone for five minutes and you spent $873. You left me alone in a Costco. Okay. Costco, very popular. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Basically, you just talk about some shop and you spend lots of money. So you just replace the, the Costco with what shop you spend money at. Um, and for me, it's going to be either JB Hi-Fi or Bunnings. Like, that's, it's simply those two places. I think with Bunnings, I'm going through a bit of a barbecue phase at the moment, so I'm buying coals and buying spatulas and buying all kinds of stuff. So that's mine, Bunnings, personally. Oh, so you're going, like, full, like, get the coals out, get the Weber, slow barbecue oh, style. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's not a Weber. It's like the, it's like the half-price Bunnings equivalent, like Jumbuck. But let me tell you, <laughs> it does the job. It's like the darn fine steak. Are you sponsored by Buttocks? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was a smart idea, actually. I probably should be. <laughs> Finally this morning, this one just says, hey. Okay, yeah, this is good. First, hey, right? You write something on the screen that you're not that excited by or you're almost a little bit annoyed at. But then the second, hey, is something that you're excited about, right? So it kind of saves it. So, for example, first, hey, someone's late to your house. Second, hey, it's like, but they brought food. Ah, yeah. so, so like, like a, that's the redemption. why they're late, because they went yeah. for food for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, so that's kind of, that's kind of you know, the, the, the way it's used. For me, it'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, like, HJs or something screws up your order, but they gave you extra chips by mistake. Uh, hey, you know. Last week we had like a big staff meeting that took like an hour, so that was like, oh hey. Mm. But then at the end of it, they're like, here's some free chicken treat, and I was like, yeah. Hey, hey, there you go. <laughs> uh, the Zara social media strikes again, uh-huh. helping us out. Thank you very much, boys. Have a brilliant day. Follow Adrian Alberg across all socials. Thanks, mate. Ross, uh, I want to know if you would have gone to this drastic measure. Your wife has now had her driver's license for how long? Five months? Six months? Uh, a year? It's not been a whole year. Yeah, I think it's been over over a year. She's on the green peas. Wow. She turned 17 very soon. <laughs> no, she's nearly 30. Uh, but look, she's just, you know, it, like, I would rather a, a driver on the road when they're comfortable than <laughs> the whole time. True. You know? Uh, and... There's a lot of kids out there that are like, look, I'm ready for the road now. Uh, and they're like, okay, hey, mum, 
book book me in to get me driver's license. And she's like, oh, God, I've been your chauffeur for like nearly 17, 18 years. Finally, get you in the car. Oh, when's your test booked? Oh, uh, end of March. And you're like, that's not bad. And then they say 2024. No. And you go, what? <laughs> Is it true? Yep. The Department of Transport, there are no more bookings in the city for 2023. So it's forcing one mother... A Scarborough mum. So in a city to go to Esperance, Esperance, Esperance <laughs> of all for the driving test. Now, this has long been a bit of a hack mm. to get your licence. This is where I I smell something ironically uh, fishy <laughs> in the town of Esperance is, can you not get a booking? Or... Is it easier to get a reservation, if you will, in Esperance? Because we know that your wife considered this in South Australia, did she not? Yes. There were there was talk that across the border in Victoria... Yeah, now she can't get arrested here because it's out of their yeah. jurisdiction. So we were on the edge of SA and Victoria. Yeah, like five hours to Adelaide, five hours to Melbourne. Like, exactly. If she changed her address to be a folks place in Victoria yep. and then just gone across the border to do her test... Yep. The test would have been easier, yep. and she would have skipped pea plates entirely. Yes. But that didn't eventuate. We ended up back here. Two years on the peas, still not done. Uh, but in regional WA, she got her license. She could never get it in Perth when we lived in Perth. Yes. She failed didn't, a couple of times. Didn't she even have to, in the town that we're in, didn't she have to go to another place because it was easier? No, she didn't. She didn't end up having to do that. We changed the cars, so went from manual to auto. <laughs> went from manual to auto, then changed the auto that we were using as well to a moped. <laughs> oh, you changed the actual Just car. Just to make everything. The ne- the next step after that would have been to go to Tom Price, where Mum got hers, and pay the police officer. Yeah, because they and they don't have traffic lights or anything. I yeah. think they just have one road. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> 12 on Triple M, Good Times, Greatest Hits. We know a young man who lives a bit of a strange life, can't make decisions for himself. No, no, no. He uses a random number generator just to pick his shirts in the morning. I am talking about the young man, Alex Hasty. Alex. Here he is, the young man, Alex Hasty. How are you doing, mate? Good. How are you guys doing? Yeah, not bad. Uh, confused, though, by the way you live your life. <laughs> <laughs> now, you came to us this week. You said, hey, get me on for Alex Doby Hasty. Uh, the wildest thing happened across the weekend. Uh, what were you up to? Right, so I called up with a mate I hadn't seen in a while, and we went out to a to like a barbecue sort of smoked meat sort of restaurant in Perth. Yep. Um, more of a diner, not that formal, I guess. Okay. And things got weird sort of just after we'd ordered. <laughs> Weird so, how? Well, we'd ordered, like, a combo pack of it's got, like, all sorts of different smoked meats they had there. I think we spent, like, $70 or so between the two of us. Jeez. Um, wow. A lot of different meats, but, you know, it was okay. We're catching up for the first time in a while. We'll do it. And then after we taste the order, the lady at the surface offers us, and she goes, would you like some bread with that? Okay. That's good. <laughs> like so we, Garlic bread or something? We didn't know. We both just, like, looked at each other and did, like, the, yeah, we'll have some bread yep. sort of thing. And then um, she proceeded to pull out a bag of tip-top bread what? and ask us how many slices we wanted. 
Like, like you were a duck at a, at a pond. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was very odd. That's... So how many slices did you want? After I saw it was tip-top, I just took one to be polite, to be honest. Why? But why? Not even, like, fancy bread. Just like, did you get charged for the bread at least? We didn't get charged. Nice. Free bread. So just took standard white tip-top bread what was, from Coles or Woolies. What was everyone else doing with the bread? Like, was other people using bread? Yeah, I think I, I had a look around. We sat outside after, and a few other people had bread. And a lot of it was just sitting next to their meat not being eaten. So <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. Maybe she listens to the show because you are a tip-top, single-slice white bread kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. She knew that this would be acceptable for yep. your palate. <laughs> and uh, I have one joke before we let you go. Okay. Did you eat your whole meal? <laughs> Very good. Was it, and how was the rest of the food? Was it all white? We're <laughs> <laughs> uh, done. Season getting underway next Thursday. We are one week out and we want to get involved this year. And you know what? Like tipping doesn't get you fully involved. It's just like it's very just a, a guess half the time. Yeah, it's like 50-50 for the coin. Yeah, that's not good enough. We want to be we want to be amongst it. We want to be in the thick of it. We want to feel like we have a say. Yeah. Because wouldn't that just be like some sort of like dream or fantasy? Going with a torpedo. He's gone onto it and gone onto it and gone onto it. And he's kicked the goal. That's right. We're going to play some AFL fantasy. Oh. <laughs> uh, you, you said to me yesterday that uh, you wanted to feel like the. Like the coach. Oh. You know? Oh, sorry, we're talking about the league. Sorry, I thought you meant Carl making the finals. <laughs> oh, oh, I dream about that every night. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> no, I uh, I do. I just want to be the coach. I don't want to worry about the back ends of the contracts and, like, like Alistair Clarkson doesn't worry about that. No. You know what I mean? No. Like, so, it, so what we're going to do is you're going to be the coach. You know what the team, like, needs. You know the players that you want. I, as your list manager... Need to get it done. I've okay. even got you. I've even got you a Jock McHale oh. style hat for you to wear, so you can feel like you can feel like a real coach. I do. I do feel like a real coach already. Now, so the way we want to build this is like with your help as well. So make sure you you hit us up on socials or you text us oh four eight hundred nine seven four hundred. Phone lines are open as well. One eight hundred zero double one triple six. We want to build. Our fantasy team with it, with you. If you've got any good like, if you've got any good inside sort of info, uh, make sure you get in touch and let us know. But I've I've pre-selected a couple of players that I feel represent our region. Okay. All right. So, how do we feel about? First of all, how do we feel about Northampton products? The great Brownlow medalist Patrick Cripps. Is I mean, he one of ours? Can we claim that? Well, yeah, hundred percent. Okay. That. So. So you're, you as the coach, you want the Brownlow medalist? You want Paddy Cripps? Yeah, he's going to be Capitan. Uh, he is $903,000. So he is like... What's our is, salary cap? Is it a million? <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty good. We got... Uh, what's that? I think you started with about 12 million? Yeah, 12 million. Oh, we're yeah. Working with. yeah. So plenty to go. Uh, do we let in Stephen Canilio from Geraldton? Uh, okay. Or is that not one well, of ours? Keneally. 
How anyway. much? How much does he cost? Eight hundred and seventy. Oh, that's a bit okay. steep. Bit steep. So maybe a no to Cogs. Jai Farrow, I believe he is from Halls Creek. I don't know who that is. Uh, he plays at Gold Coast. Four hundred fifty-five thousand. Yeah, why not? Halls yeah, Creek. You know they they deserve a little so, bit. So okay, so all the Halls Creek guys getting so Sam Petrovsky Seaton currently at West Coast for four thirty-seven k, and Shane McAdam currently at the Crows for five thirty-four k. They'll be in the yeah, four. All yeah, Halls Creek. yeah we'll check all of Halls Creek. Yeah, all the Halls Creek in there. Uh, we've even got like there's even a young rookie in Codrad Williams from Halls Creek. He's he's just two hundred. Take him in. That's give, the cheapest you can get. Give him a mil. <laughs> I can't pay them any more than they're worth, oh, okay. but they can earn it. They okay. can increase their value. Yeah, but we'll get on them early because then obviously that's fantasy, isn't it? You get on them early and it doesn't cost you more later. Yeah, exactly. So we're on Conrad now when he is he can't go lower than 200k, I believe. Yeah. Bailey Banfield, broom. What do we Ooh. think? Frio, uh, forward. Um, How much? 352. Yeah, nah, chuck him in. Okay, is it? I thought he was going to be like seven. <laughs> no, no, no. So... I don't think there's a lot from the regions in WA that command the top dollar like a Paddy Cripps. Can we afford Cox. everyone in our regions? Like, can we? Is there enough room for everyone? I would think yes, absolutely. Chuck so we can get we can get Jago Amira. I reckon we can get Jago because he's a Dongara product. Yep, chuck him in. Seven two seven. Yeah, they're yeah, in chuck as him well. In. Chuck so him in. I think. That, those are the ones that I know. I'm going to keep diving in further to find more regional West Australia. Can we take Ruben Jinby? He's southwest. He's a Dunsborough like product. Oh, we'll talk about that later. Okay, <laughs> we'll talk about it. Okay, so northwest. So if we're talking northwest regional WA products, mm. let me know if I've missed anyone. We'll start building the team. We'll see where that gets us. Uh, we'll check in tomorrow see where all the West Australian regional players get us, and keep sending in your suggestions for who needs to be in our fantasy team. Yep. We've got to set up a league. We need a team name. Can like, I... There's a lot we, to go. Are we allowed to buy an assistant coach? Can I have Ernie Dingo? As your assistant coach? Yeah. I mean, we could reach out to Ernie. Uh, he was a pretty good sports star yeah. in his youth. Yeah. So, I want him. <laughs> controversy, Mitch, coming out of the Perth Mint. Uh, what do you know so far about... The story. Uh, they sold a bikey, some gold, which apparently not allowed, uh, and they sent diluted gold bars to China. And this is the this is the bigger one. Okay, so yes, twenty seven thousand dollars worth of gold was given to a former bikey. I was going to say just just quickly, maybe that's why everyone's like, ah, that necklace is crap, made in China. Maybe that's our fault. <laughs> <laughs> so the nine billion dollar. Hole of gold sent to Shanghai Gold Exchange has come in below, according to them, allegedly below 99.99% pure gold, which apparently it's allowed to be 0.01 off. You really? can buy 99.99 and the mint can say that that is pure. Like a condom. <laughs> yeah, it's 99.99% effective. Uh, they have said it's gone below the 099 there's too much silver in it, calling into question this behaviour of doping the oh. gold, okay, which apparently was a dirty little secret. Yeah. And uh, even the Premier has been questioned around the doping, though he's been pretty tight-lipped about it all. He hasn't said much because when it's believed to have begun was kind of on his watch. He was, he was the minister in charge of that oh. at the time. And uh, it's all playing out in front of us in this week's 
days of our minds. Like sand through the articulated dumpy, so are the days of our minds. Hey, boss, get a load of this. The McTees family sold a huge shipment of their product to the guys out of Chinatown. Jeez, they push a lot of product, these McTees. I heard it was for 20 large a year. Well, the only thing large is going to be the McTees' debt. Turns out they were cutting their product. You're kidding. But their stuff is pure. Best you can get. Why are they skimming like the rest of the schmucks? They thought they'd cut it so fine. No one would detect the difference. But two keys came up outside purity. And now they want their money back. Madon, I don't want nobody messing with our product, capiche? The iron goes out pure, you hear me? This could jeopardize the whole war with Mama Gina's family. Sure thing, Don Foresto. What does the big boss say about this anyway? The Donadons. Magawanon. Mr. Premier, weren't you the minister at the time who would be responsible for this? Did you know about the doping? Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe I am. Maybe you did. Or maybe it's not. And I'm not and you didn't. But you didn't hear this, that, or the other thing. Or maybe you did. Tune in next week for another thrilling chapter of Days of Our Minds. Across WA. Mitchell and Michael for breakfast. If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review and share with your mates.